following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM.
Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5 here at the heart of the city here in Birmingham. Live also on Facebook. Assalamu alaikum to everybody on Facebook this evening that is tuned in watching us. Um, it's going to be a very good, exciting show this evening. I'm really excited about what we're doing and what we're going to be presenting indeed here live in the studio. I have a lovely guest here with me that I'm going to share her views in a minute with you. Uh, indeed on Facebook so you can see her also. Her name is Amelia Begum. Assalamu alaikum, Amelia. Wa alaikum assalam and um, thank you for having me on your show today. You're welcome, you're welcome indeed. And you can see in the office our office manager as well. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> so we're all full house here live on Facebook this evening. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, we have a, quite a serious topic to talk about this Definitely, evening, yes. um, and not a lot of people may have heard of it before. We're talking about endometriosis. Endometriosis, that's yes. correct. And you're right there, um, Kathleen, a lot of people don't know about it. And, mm. um, you know, I've been diagnosed with it myself. Um, mm. I have also, following my diagnosis, arranged an endometriosis um, awareness event, which mm. we'll talk about a okay. bit later on. But whilst doing. Since my diagnosis and trying to speak to family and friends, colleagues, general people who I come across, and I say endometriosis, and they look at me like with a blank face, like, what have you just said? It's Mm. like a foreign word that I've used or a foreign language. Um, And I think for the ease of the listeners, if you you want to look up um, endometriosis, don't get put off by thinking, I don't know how to pronounce it, so I don't know how to spell it. If you go into you know, some of the mainstream search engines and just type in endo, E-N-D-O, mm-hmm. it'll bring it up. And um, so, yeah, that, that's, it, is, it is something that a lot of people haven't heard about and it's something that I wish to raise awareness on. Brilliant. So we're going to have a lovely discussion on that. We have some of our sure listeners not. that are live in on Facebook. If you're tuned in to us on Facebook, do send us a message to let us know you're there. I'm not sure if our approachable parenting um, viewers, also Facebook viewers, are tuned in. We were trying to tag you in earlier on. Uh, we'll check in a bit with uh, the studio just to make sure that they have tagged in that. But as you can see, we're here very much live, very much going out, yeah. all up in modern technology. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Very interesting. It's my first time doing live Facebook like this in the studio. We've done some live Facebook from our phones previously. Okay. But we've never actually done it from the studio with the studio monitors. Yeah, not as well, because I do the Friday um, working women's chat show at Mm 7 o'clock, and I've not tried the live yet, so... Mm. This is this good this experience. Is a good experience. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Before we go talking about endometriosis, mm-hmm. I wanted to um, to remind our listeners about a couple of things that's happening okay. um, that they may have forgotten about, or uh, may have not put in their diary, or maybe just <coughs> to refresh their memories again. Remember last week, listeners, we spoke a little bit about Nartex. It's a, a company that is holds kind of clinics sessions every Monday at our offices in Approachable Parent from 9.30 to 12 noon about benefits, all the benefits that you're entitled to, housing grants applications, that would they will help you with that if you need an application to be done, if you're in debt or need money advice, they're there to help you. And we know this free service is really essential for people to be able to um, avail of and take full benefit of because there's a lot of people out there suffering and that need that help out there and we want people to get that message there to be able to have access to this free service so if you can um, come into us or ring 0121 773 
8643 and we can then um, uh, give you a certain advice on that. So if this is good information for you, please let us know. I know our, our, our manager is just checking our Facebook live page at the moment. Is approachable parenting tagged into it? Yes, tagged in. Brilliant. So approachable parenting uh, listeners, please let us know that you are tuned in as well and that you are listening to us here live in the studio um, this evening. So just as a reminder again, that is Nartex giving free advice about benefits, about housing, about grant application, about debts. We all need some advice yes. at some stage. And it may not be our listeners, but they knew, might, may know Everybody somebody. Everybody knows somebody. Um, needs help. So, yes, yeah. definitely. So, all they need to do is actually only ring our office, which is 0121-773-8643, or the studio here on 0121-772-8892, and we will set up appointments, private appointments for them, that they can speak to the lovely worker. Uh, she's really nice, and she's there, available to give you one-to-one advice, support you and helping and helping you in filling out your application forms and trying to get everything done so you have be sorted if you have your family or anybody that needs uh, information do come to her and then the other thing I just wanted to um, remind our listeners is that we have Alhamdulillah, another pregnancy to treat course about to start starting in December the 11th of December at our offices in uh, approachable parenting and subhanallah Allah provides uh, funding for these things out of nowhere and here we have some funding to deliver this along with some health visitors um, one of the health visitors won the Mary Seacole award and part of that award was putting on two of these parenting courses one starting on the 11th of December for anybody that's pregnant or who have a child up to the age of three and I know some of you have been waiting for this for a long time and actually we've had people on the waiting list and there were so that happy there's, good, yeah. there is a course just ready there for them now so again ring the studio or ring approachable parenting and we'll get your name onto that list so that you can have a place for that and if you are um, needing a little bit of help in anything in setting goals or help if you're pregnant or help in raising your child and you have some problems and you'd like one of our mentors to be there to be able to mentor you a little bit uh, in, in helping you in this or giving you advice or coaching you how to um, solve that problem that issue or you just want to get out and walk a little bit and go for walks with others or socialise with others or do some crafts with others. We've got lots and lots of things happening in approachable parenting so please do contact us and do ask us about all the things that's happening. There's something for everybody there. Again the studio which is 0121 will be able to pass on our details to you and you can ring and get more information about that. And if you're in Luton, we can still help you in Luton. So this is not just for our Birmingham listeners. This is for anybody that's tuned in in Luton. Luton listeners tune in on 105.1. So it's great having them tuned in and they listen to Inspire FM. And we um, this show goes out there live as well as being repeated. And they can also access this help. So we're trying to offer a lot of help there for people that uh, would like to be access that help. All you need to do, listeners, is ring the studio 0121-772-8892 or if you'd like to ring this evening and be on our Facebook page live and engage in this conversation yeah. we're going to have about endometriosis, please do so. 
Our lines are open open at the moment. We've got two lines ready and willing to go. And we're going to talk about endometriosis. It's a mouthful. Try to get it out. We say endo. (laughs) Will I I cut a shot to endo for this? Yes, I should know how to say it better than this because I often had to refer to it. Indeed, in my medical, when I was a nurse and midwife, we often Mm. referred to uh, endometriosis. Mm -hmm. We needed to know about it, of course, for our exams, etc. But it is a long word to try and pronounce and pronounce it properly. It took me a while to grasp how to pronounce the word. So tell us a little bit about um, about this, uh, Amelia, and okay. about you know why you're here and what you're trying to do this evening. So basically, what I want to do is talk about a little bit about what endometriosis is, um, share a little bit of my journey, um, and then the work that I'm I've started to do. Um, mm-hmm. Inshallah, continue would like to continue to do in raising the awareness of endometriosis mm-hmm. and getting more women to talk about it and particularly women from within the Muslim and Asian communities mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll start off by just giving a, a brief overview of what endometriosis please is do, please do. So it's basically it's a common condition where the tissue that behaves like the lining of the womb um, is found in other parts of the body mm-hmm. um, it can appear in many different places including the ovaries, the fallopian tubes inside the tummy um, and or in around the, the bladder and the bowel um, it affects young girls, um, from, and it can start from the onset of when, the, when a young girl starts her menstrual cycle, mm-hmm. um, and also women of childbearing age. It's less common in women who have been through the menopause, and it's a long-term condition um, that can have a significant impact on um, a, a woman's life, um, and there are treatments that can help Mm -hmm. and some of the symptoms that you would get um, the main symptoms with endometriosis they can vary um, and some women are badly affected with these symptoms and other women they won't come across any symptoms Mm -hmm. but they've got got the diseases present and there will be things like um, pain in the lower term of your back um, including pelvic pain and it's usually worse when a woman is um, going through her menstrual cycle Um, the menstrual pain that it will stop you from doing your normal activities. So some mm-hmm. women will have their their their, men, their, their monthly menstrual, mm-hmm. and they'll have some pain. They can take painkillers and they can get on doing get on with life as get on with uh, life as yeah. normal. But women who are affected by endometriosis, the pain is so debilitating mm-hmm. that they can't function. They can't do their daily activities, and that will include things like for young girls missing school. Mm. Um, for women, working women um, not being able to get into work mm-hmm. um, for those women who aren't working and who are at home probably spending most of the day in bed trying to recover from the pain um, wow, so that's how debilitating it really is debilitating. Yeah. you know some of our listeners at the, this evening now tuned in may actually have this condition mm-hmm. and may want to join in the conversation yes. like what you are telling us a lot about yeah. it may want to join in the conversation and either ask you questions about either themselves or somebody else mm-hmm. or talk about mm-hmm. th- themselves and how they have overcome this again listeners please we, we'd like you to ring if you'd like to to join in this conversation the number is 0121 772 we're here in the studio looking forward to having that conversation with you yeah please if you've got any questions whether it's for yourself or for someone else, you don't need to really, really need to say who the question is relating yeah. to. But do you know? Do call and, and take part in this this live conversation as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also pain um, that a woman would experience at the time when she's being intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, pain when urinating or releasing the bowels whilst during the menstrual cycle, mm. and um, 
feeling sick. There's constipation and diarrhea, which you get a lot of mm-hmm. going to and fro between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and some cases there'll be blood in the urine mm-hmm. or in the stools during the menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. This is a a, 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 a a very common one where women will experience difficulty conceiving. Um, so a lot of women who present and they're trying for children and it's not happening, this is something that you can request for it to be investigated. Mm-hmm. Um, and also heavy bleeding beyond normal during the menstrual cycle, um, which can <coughs> result in excessive sanitary mm-hmm. um, usage um, and leaking through the clothes. Mm-hmm. And some women have reported while they're at work having to sit on a carrier bag mm-hmm. um, because that's how um, heavy it can be. So that that is in... Um, you know, in a nutshell, what it is. And for some women, it can have a big impact on their life and sometimes can lead to feelings of depression mm-hmm. and various other things. But there is a lot of information out there on the NHS website and various other websites. And like I said, if you can't remember the word endometriosis, type in, in the word um, endo, E-N-D-O, and it will take you to information relating to endometriosis. So that's what it is now with my... Wow, yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing. Actually, I'll spell the word out uh, as well for yes. people because they might want to type it in themselves. So it's E-N-D-O-M-E-T-R-I-O-S-I-S, endometriosis. Yeah, it's it's very dilapidating indeed and affects, as you say, a lot of people. It affects one in ten women. Really that high? So that's 10% of women... If you look in, our, in your individual families and in your own social mm. circles, you're going to have at least one or two women, depending on how mm. popular you are and how mm. big your family connections are. And I've learned that statistic because mm-hmm. now when I'm talking about it and I go into a room or I'm going into a gathering and I start talking about endometriosis, mm-hmm. the amount of women that start putting their hand up and saying, I had it or I have it or I think I have it. And then that statistics becomes very clear when mm-hmm. you start having the number of of women that put their hands Mm. up and said, I have got it. Interestingly, um, last week I came across another statistic, which isn't related to endometriosis, Mm. but it says in the UK, one in 10 people are business owners. Okay. So businesses we can see with our eyes. Mm -hmm. And so we know when you think, oh gosh, that's that's quite a high number. Mm -hmm. But with endometriosis, we can't physically Mm. see the disease. But actually, if you think about... The, the comparison between the two that's the statistic mm. is the same as the number of business owners we have in the UK and women often don't talk about this because you know it's not easy to talk about first and maybe a bit shameful and they may be a bit embarrassed about it and there may be a different and a different spectrum indeed in that they might have some of the symptoms but not everything you said and they may be at the other side of the spectrum where they have all the symptoms yeah. so they think oh nobody wants to hear about this and I just suffer in silence and I think as well is because when we women's health particularly menstrual related health mm. is kind of like can be considered sometimes in some communities um, a taboo subject and we don't mm. talk about it and we just have to get on with it and you're just having another bad cycle and you're just having another bad you know cycle that's got heavy bleeding and pain and just get on with life mm. and you kind of like just push it to one side and from from my experience with myself um, and from speaking to other women who are suffering from endometriosis um, the disease progresses all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and the longer you leave it the more complicated you're going to make it in terms of getting treatment, getting a diagnosis. So with myself, um, Mm -hmm. 
So what, when were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed in July of this year, but this there's a story year. behind that. I, see. All right. I started having symptoms, I would say, um, around about 2008, where I started Ten identifying the symptoms. Wow. On average, it takes a woman seven to nine years to get a diagnosis. Wow. That's how long it takes. Because we don't talk about it as much, mm. not just in um, our own circles and in our own um environments that we mm -hmm. are in but also within the medical profession mm -hmm. it's something that's kind of like pushed to to the side as well and this has been reported by many women who have had um experience with endometriosis mm -hmm. so in 2008 and i remember going for my first um ultrasound in september 2011 and that's when they picked up something that's called fibroids yeah but then over the years i would get really debilitating um um, incidents of, of, of pain mm -hmm. and that would happen probably like once or twice a year mm -hmm. and I just ignored it severe lower back pain severe severe um, pain throughout excruciating pain throughout the body mm -hmm. um, and where I couldn't function mm -hmm. as I normally do and then in um, the symptoms kept progressing and then it was going like two, two or three times a year then I was getting it every month then I was getting it every week and then it came to a point where I was getting it every day Wow. Yeah. And over how what a time period? Over that, that period that of ten around years. About 10 years. It's probably, right. I probably did have symptoms before then, but they were, I wasn't affected so much by yeah. the symptoms. Yeah. I was able to fight it off. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 2017, when I went to perform Umrah, that's when I had the worst bout of the, the experience with the, um, the, the bleeding and the pain. Mm -hmm. And it really affected, significantly affected me. So when I came back, I was, right, that's it, I'm going to go to my GP. I got referred to a hospital by my GP. I did my own research and I went to the GP and I said, I think I have endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Can we investigate this? Um, GP then referred me to a hospital. That was very clever of you to do your own research. Yeah, I just put in my symptoms, as pain in the right uh, hip, um, the, the heavy bleeding, the pains, fatigue. The fatigue is, is just out of this world. You just mm -hmm. literally cannot function really? with the fatigue that, you ha that, that I get mm -hmm. with this. With this. Um, I think this was in 2016, sorry. I went to my GP initially and I said, can I get a referral? So I got referred to a hospital, mm -hmm. had all my scans done, got told you've got fibroids, that's it, nothing mm -hmm. else. There's nothing more we can do for you. Mm -hmm. So I sat there and I said to them, well, can you explain my symptoms? Mm -hmm. Because you haven't explained all my symptoms. So I decided that I was going to ask my GP to refer me to another hospital, um, which is what's called a BSGE registered. Um, and I will go into detail. BSGE is the British... Um, let's just bring this up. Okay. Sorry about this. No problem. I'm just um, pointing over here to get this microphone right. Probably better in front of you so you can actually talk into it clear. Is that better? Okay, yeah, so that's fine. Thank you very much. So the BSG is the British Society for Gynecological Endocrine. I'm just trying to open this up. Sorry about this. It's like all these acronyms trying endoscopy. Mm -hmm. So a BSGE-registered um, consultant would... Um, they would have had particular training with endometriosis. So you'll get BSGE-registered centres. They're, they're scattered around the UK, and then BSGE-registered consultants who would work in there. So that means they've, they're trained um, with endometriosis. So I went to a BSGE-registered centre, gave my symptoms, wasn't taken seriously, um, and was told just to go away, and they put me on... Um, to take the pill should, mm -hmm. that it should help the symptoms and I was sent away this was in September last year and um, since then I experienced um, 
I would say about ten, nine months of non-stop bleeding. Mm-hmm. So that that's how bad it had got mm-hmm. by the time I got to this. Fast forward, after going back and forth with the hospital, I then got um, had a laparoscopic laparoscopic surgery. So mm-hmm. what that does is they put um, it's like a keyhole surgery and they put mm-hmm. cameras inside of you and they check what's going on. Yeah. And if they do find endometriosis, then they're to remove the endometriosis. That's the arrangement that I had mm-hmm. with my consultant. Had my surgery in, at the end of March this year. Mm-hmm. And they have to take images as well when they're in there. And I got told categorically there's nothing wrong with you. We didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't having it because I know my body. Mm-hmm. I know my symptoms and I knew that I wasn't right. I ended up, I was a trainee solicitor, mm-hmm. uh, which I was doing part-time on a secondment. I had to end up giving that up oh, um, because okay. I just physically couldn't, fun- I wasn't able to function because of yeah. the fatigue, because of the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kept following my instincts and I did my own research, found myself a consultant down in Surrey who was BSG registered. And having, bearing in mind this, the hospital that I had been to was also a BSG registered hospital and they missed my diagnosis. So when I went down to Surrey to see this consultant, I took my images from the laparoscopic surgery um, and he took one look at them and he said, that's endometriosis. Mm-hmm. So like that? Just like that. He didn't need to go inside yeah. of me. So the consultants that went inside of me didn't see it because they weren't BSG registered. Oh. That's what I put it down to. Oh, the hospital because, was, yeah, but the consultant The consultant weren't. wasn't. Okay. And they're trained to see and identify the yes. endometriosis yeah. regardless of what, what stage it's at. Mm-hmm. So when he looked at the images, he said that. So I got a second, that was my second opinion. Then I got a third opinion. Mm-hmm. And that was in July when I got the diagnosis based on the images from two different consultants who are BSG registered, who are endometriosis trained and specialists, mm-hmm. and they confirm from the images that I have endometriosis. 